1: Whether we're talking one on one with business professionals or deep diving into thought provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music.
0: Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and I want to help you build, grow, and even start your very own subscription box business. Tune in three days a week as I interview the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and subscription box owners in the industry. You'll be able to take their knowledge, experience, and expertise and apply it to your business. Hey, welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Derek Music, and today is our weekly Friday segment called Focus Friday, where we deep dive into a subject that is specific to the subscription box industry. And on this episode, you will learn how to reach out to suppliers. I'll share with you some of the hard lessons I learned along the way and what I used that finally worked. To date, we have worked with over 20 different suppliers and we continue to reach out to some all the time. But before we get into today's Focus Friday, I want to quickly ask you to please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit from it. If you know anyone that loves online business, e-commerce, or simply loves subscription boxes, then let them know about this show. Best place to send them is to this podcast website, thesubscriptionboxshow.com, where they can see what we're all about. You'll also be able to find all this information readily available in the show notes. I'd also ask you to please rate and review the show on iTunes and hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player. This will ultimately help the show by growing the audience. So thanks in advance for that. And thank you for taking the time out of your lives for listening to this podcast. I truly appreciate every single one of you. This episode is sponsored by Louis and Leia. Louis and Leia help better prepare parents from baby's birth to the first birthday with eco-friendly products that have been handpicked and curated by parents of four not expecting? No problem. Louis and Leia offer amazing gift ideas that are sure to spoil a mom and baby in your life. Visit louielea.com and make sure to use discount code subscription for 10% off. That's Louis L-O-U-I-S, and Lea, L-E-A, dot com. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday on how to reach out to suppliers. So one of the questions that seems to come up for starting Subscription Box Entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs is how do I reach out to suppliers and vendors? There's multiple ways to do this, but all I can share with you is what's worked for us and our company. So I'm part of a lot of Facebook groups and some of the questions I keep seeing up are things like this one, which I pulled off from a subscription Facebook group that I won't mention the name of. It goes a little something like this. How are you engaging vendors to be suppliers for your business? I've been trying to engage vendors for my company and I have a really low response rate. So I'm wondering what I'm doing wrong. Any feedback or examples would be appreciated. Signed, your typical subscription box entrepreneur that I see when they're starting out. So you'll see a lot of these emails, well, I see actually probably get ignored a lot because it's something you just have to kind of try out, but there are hacks and trips for it. So some of the typical answers you might see in the replies of those posts, simple things like make it simple, introduce yourself, Mention the box, company name, keep it short, etc. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go a little more in depth with that answer. And I'm also going to have a template on the website, which I'm going to talk to you throughout this episode about. So I'm going to give you some guidelines to keep in mind when you're doing this. And um, hopefully by the end of this episode, you have a pretty good idea on how to reach out to a vendor or supplier. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a link to my website where you can actually find a template that you can use for free as well. So let's get right into it. Number one, where to find contact information. This is really not that difficult. I see a lot of folks try to be lazy when it comes to this and they want an easy answer. Look, there are multiple ways to get a hold of companies. Obviously, an easy one for me was going to the site and using the contact form. It's pretty obvious, right? This will sometimes have a spot even for wholesalers to log in or create an account. But otherwise, you have to get past that gatekeeper, which I'll get to those tricks in a little bit here. Other ways are to Google who started company X. If you can find a name, you can then search it on LinkedIn or Facebook, Instagram, and send a professional yet not annoying DM. Another quick hack is sometimes if the vendor is small enough of a company, often the owner's email is his name at company.com. So for example, if you're trying to get a hold of companyxyz.com and you found out that the owner's name is Steve, you could try Steve at company.com. CompanyXYZ.com. Now, don't bother trying to do this if the company is a big one because you're probably not going to work. But if it's a small enough vendor, which we work with a lot of smaller vendors, usually it's just um, the name at CompanyX.com. But I would say this as a caveat if you've, I'd still go by the contact form first. Use those contact forms. Sometimes you're going to have different emails for different things. If it's just customer support at so and or wholesalers at so and so go by the contact form that they offer you on their website first. If you've been trying to get through to a company that doesn't work, then start getting into these other little hacks like I just, like the one I just mentioned. Uh, number two, make it clear you'll be paying. This should be plenty of motivation alone, but surprisingly, it's not. I remember when we first started reaching out to suppliers and vendors, I thought it would be easy because you just want to buy stuff from them and they'd be happy to sell it. I thought it was absolute madness that the fact I wanted to buy stuff from them was not enough. What do you mean no? Or worse yet, no answer. So my mindset was, I want to pay money for a product and you're reluctant to sell to me. This would blow my mind, but it happens all the time. Number three, get a professional email. When we finally got away from using our company name at gmail.com, or if you have a hotmail, or whatever it is, even though it might be a professional name, like your business name at gmail.com, it's still a Gmail email. And I have nothing against Gmail. I have one for my personal email. But... It seems like they won't take you that seriously. So as soon as we switched it to our name, so Eric at your website URL.com, our replies must have instantly at least double, tripled, if not more. Like We instantly got replies way more than we used to because I think it just shows a lot more seriousness. They probably get a lot of people that are just kind of like kicking tires and dabbling with an idea they might have. But when you actually have a URL email, it shows that you are at least serious. The email subject line, this is important, if not the most important one. You can't just put anything up there. This can quickly get you either read or is sent to the junk or worse, the spam filter. My go-to when it came to cold emails to suppliers was always something you know, way too long or way too vague or way too cheesy. So my new go-to email subject line that I use now and write it down now, our email conversions with suppliers went through the roof with this simple hack alone. Ready? bulk order inquiry. That's it. This is my go-to subject line whenever I email a new vendor. It usually gets their attention pretty quick. So in the beginning, when the bulk order might only be 50 units, it's still a bulk order. Number five, grammar. This should be self-explanatory, but if you want to be taken seriously, make sure your grammar is correct. To this day, I'm even shocked when I get a reply from a vendor and their grammar is off. It right away kind of turns people off when um, your emails aren't professionally written, for one, but two, when the grammar is off. Especially little easy ones like the there, there, there's, two, two, uh, those kind of things. Easy fixes, so make sure your grammar is correct. Number six, business number. I know this can be a little bit controversial, but I'm telling you what worked for us. You'd be surprised how many vendors asked us for a business number. If not on the first email, by the time it came to create an account with them, they probably wanted a business number. So just get it over and done with. At some point, you're going to have to get your business number anyways. I'm not too sure the differences between Canada, US, and the, you know UK, wherever you guys are listening to this from. But in your country, you're going to have at some point some kind of business number you have to register. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back with the rest of my tips to writing an email, including the email template as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by louisandlea.com. Tired of not feeling prepared? Tired of not knowing what to get someone who's expecting? Well, if you are someone you know is expecting, then I would encourage you to go to louisandlea.com. Louie and Leia is a family-run subscription and gift box company that cater to help prepare parents for the birth all the way to the first birthday of their child. Louis and Leia has been around since 2019, and their mission is to better help prepare moms, dads, and babies during the first year with eco-friendly products and free resources. If you're not expecting but know someone who is, They also have the perfect gift because they're not only subscription boxes, they offer gift boxes and an online shop where you can customize gifts for your loved ones. They make perfect for birth gifts, shower gifts, push gifts, Mother's Day gifts, Father's Day gifts, or if you just want to spoil that baby that you know in your life with good, high-quality, eco-friendly products. And right now, head over to louisandlea.com and enter discount code subscription to receive 10% off make sure to visit today louisandlea.com. That's Louis L-O-U-I-S, and Lea, L-E-A, dot com. louisandlea.com, helping prepare you from birthday to birthday. Okay, we're back, and I'm going to get right back into it. Number seven, keep it to three or four little paragraphs. I'll have an example on my website. Like I said earlier, the subscriptionboxshow.com will have that, but it should read something like this. This is an email I sent out to one of our actual suppliers that we still work with to this day. And it was a really quick turnaround, probably one of the quickest ones. And that's why I'm going to give you this one. I think it was like something like two hours uh, they got back to me. So very quick turnaround on a cold email. Again, this time, the time can vary for obvious reasons. But nonetheless, a good written email should at least get a response. So here's the email. I'm going to read it out to you guys. Hello, love your product X and everything you're about. It's exactly what we are looking for in a product. We're looking to order in bulk your product product X. We're an online all-natural subscription box. Everything that goes into the box is either eco-friendly, biodegradable, or recyclable. Even our box and packaging is made from 100% post-recycled material. Anyway, could you please send me information regarding what you would need from me to make this order? And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out by phone or email. Thanks in advance. And then in my signature, I have my name, my professional email, a link to my website, And my phone number. So if you want to take it a step further, you could have a nice picture in your signature, something really professional. But just make sure everything is top-notch and looking good on the email. I mentioned a lot of the eco stuff because the product and supplier that I was after was a very, very eco-friendly product. And I knew this was a big thing about them. So I just mentioned that we are very eco-friendly as well. And that I think we would be a good fit. That was the, the premise of the email. And I got a response two hours later and we had an order put in the next day. So these things can happen pretty quickly. So let's move along. Number eight, don't get too wrapped up with needing that company or that specific product. If they don't answer or they say no, it might feel disappointing at first. But trust me, this could turn out to be a blessing in disguise. This has definitely proved to be true more than once for us. Oftentimes, we had this product in mind we really, really wanted, and what would happen is we would get either no response, or we would get a no, or you know, get back to us once uh, you know you have X amount of sales, or get back to us in a year from now. And it was disappointing because we're like, how can we get back to you in a year from now, or even get started? We need products to get started yet. We can't get products in our store because no one's taking us seriously. So it was kind of really frustrating. And we sometimes research a product and really fall in love with one just to find out that they don't want to work with us. So in the end, don't worry about it. It turned out for the best. Blessings in disguise. So you'll always find another company out there. There's always something else out there. Number nine, always, always, always be friendly or polite. Don't ever burn bridges. I've been said no more than anyone I know when it comes to reaching out. Like I said, we have a lot of different companies to work with. So just to get whatever how many companies we have with that we work with now, it took a lot of no's. Don't ever burn bridges. I've always responded with class and an authentic thank you for their time and consideration, even though I was disappointed. And another thing I always do is ask them if they don't mind, if I can reach back to them in two months or whatever the time frame is. I've never had anyone say no to that particular request. They just assume you probably won't get back to them. So make sure to write it in your calendar and email them back on the date you say you will. That is professional and it gets their attention. So make sure that you're replying to the email that they last sent you. So let's say they send you an email that says no for whatever reason, say that email and reply to that email in the two, three months, four months, whatever you decide to write them back and say something like, hello, company X, Y, and Z. I'm simply writing to you as promised to let you know that we have found a different vendor, but that if Ever anything changes, we'd be happy to consider your company again. And then you can finish off with your thank you or whatnot. Or if you're still looking to use their product or service, just let them know that in that reply as well. And that you're writing to them as you said you would. And finally, number 10, other places to find suppliers. So a great place that anyone can be accepted right off the bat is Tundra and FAIR. Those are two companies, Tundra.com and FAIR.com. FAIR is F-A-I-R-E. Those are two kind of vending websites that have all kinds of companies there that you can look. And worst case, you can just get ideas for your your products. And you can either do things, set up an account there, which usually they'll show you if you have free shipping or not. Often is the case is they, have, uh, they offer free shipping, which is great in the beginning. Your margins are still pretty good, usually around 40, 50% on the product. So not a bad place to start if you can find the product that you need under those two companies. We use... Both of them, actually, in some cases. Some cases, you can actually find the supplier and email them directly. I found that sometimes this is advantageous for pricing, but also sometimes it's not because the shipping. So it kind of depends on your order quantities and that sort of thing. Another place to find a supplier is trade shows. Create relationships. A lot of people say, well, like company X won't take me seriously. Well, if there's a trade show, obviously now as we're recording this, it's in the middle of COVID, so there's no trade shows, but there probably are virtual trade shows and I'd venture to say once this gets back up and running, there are going to be trade shows again. Head out to trade shows. Shake some hands with some of the salespeople and treat them like gold. They're going to be more than happy to work with you. Once they meet you in person and you create that relationship, it's an in. So let's say, for example, you're a t-shirt company and you're looking to get a specific brand of a t-shirt and you're going to know they're going to be at a trade show. Go to that trade show and find some good people, shake some hands and make some relationships. And I guarantee you they will have no problem working with you if you are there in person. And you're representing yourself properly. So I really hope this helped. I'll have this episode transcribed shortly for the website. And you'll be able to see the email templates on the website. It'll be under the subscription boxshow.com forward slash blog. And under the blog, there's different other subjects that I've covered, like three steps to find your idea, boxes, shipping, that kind of thing. And I'm going to be adding this one here with the email templates as well that you can use for free if you want. Anything else, all the information will be in the show notes. So feel free to use those and let me know if you have any follow-up questions. I'd be more than happy to help you. Or if you have any ideas for future shows that you need help with, let me know. And if I don't have the answer, which is a good chance that I won't, I'll definitely try to find that answer for you and ask some of the great people I know in the industry for some help on that as well. So thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode of The Subscription Box Show. If you felt this episode helped you, then please go ahead and share it with everyone you know in the subscription box industry that could learn and grow from it. If you want more information on ways to get a hold of suppliers and vendors, then head over to my website, thesubscriptionboxshow.com. Under the blog option, you're going to have all the information you need there. You can also check out the show notes with all the links and information you need to get a hold of myself and if you want to connect with me. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire thoughts can provoke, but only action truly brings you closer to your dreams.
1: That's all for this episode of The Subscription Box Show. But your next unboxing is only a few clicks away. Head over to thesubscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of The Subscription Box Show. Remember, don't be afraid of change. Be afraid of standing still.